Well, Ulysses, the Rays take two of three from the Angels, and they get two off days in a row. A rarity, that is. How lucky are they to get two days back-to-back uh, -back off? That's very nice. Let's talk about that and maybe something that you, Locked on Race listeners, can expect going forward. Let's get started. You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also follow us and find us on the social medias at Locked On Rays and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. The Rays took two of three from the Angels. They get a couple off days, and Ulysses figured, hey, if the Rays are getting a couple off days, I'm going to get some myself and fly to L.A. and then Japan. And that's what you did. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what happened. Uh, yes, you are right now. The background is a little bit different than what people are used to. So if you're on YouTube, you can definitely see that I am in Tokyo right now. So this is a, a very odd uh, way of doing the podcast. I'm in the future right now, Kev. I can tell you what happens oh, yeah. on Tuesday. If you wanted to know, I can let you know. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a scheduling, not issue. What is, what is the right word for this scheduling? What adjustment? Okay. Okay. Maybe. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So for the next, uh, what two and a half weeks, maybe give or take. Yes. Uh, we'll be trying to pull and prod things together. Maybe have some guests. We'll try to do some episodes together maybe have a crossover or two. We'll get it situated and worked out. But I believe, Ulysses, you'll be back in the full, like huge, uh, around September 5th or so, sometime after Labor Day, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, that Labor Day uh, week, I will be back, and then you will see my my background um, as per huge. But right now, I'm at a ryokan, which is a traditional Japanese uh, type of um, abode. And it's very, very cool. And I'm having sweet honey tea right now for breakfast. Look at that. that. Renaissance man, world traveler, all of that. And I believe you'll be watching some Japanese baseball in the flesh, in the live, uh, coming up somewhat shortly, uh, over the course of your trip anyway. Yeah, that'll be really exciting. I'm, I'm going to a, a few cities here in, in Japan, and in one of them, in Fukuoka, I will be watching a, a, a live baseball game, and maybe I can scout some players that maybe Neander and Bendix can come talk to me about. So you boys over there, Bendix and, and Neander, I know you listen to the show. I know you're big fans. So you just don't want to say it. Uh, come talk to me in a couple weeks. As long as they're not named Yoshi Satsugo, I am all for that. Uh, all right, so... The Rays series that was, they took Friday's game in amazing, uh, amazing, amazing fashion, overcoming in Otani Grand Slam, a 5-1 deficit, a triple play, uh, lots of craziness in that game, end up winning it. And then uh, game one on Sunday or Saturday, oh my gosh, I'm getting my days mixed up. The Rays have and had Sunday and Monday off. Saturday game one, um, just couldn't pull out the W. Tyler Glass now got hit around a little bit, but uh, the Rays uh, fought and fought and, and played it close. And then game two, 
an offensive outburst, outpouring, 18 runs scored by the good guys. Just a lot of runs scored by, I mean, both teams, but really the Rays over the course of this series. I don't know what was in the water or what was in the weather or what was going on in L.A., but if we can transfer some of that production into the Rocky series and the Yankee series and beyond, I'm all for that. But Ulysses, just uh, generally uh, your thoughts on the Angels series that was and the action that was. I mean, that first game, let's let's maybe like just go bite size here. Uh, the first game, I know the word resilient is annoying to hear as a as a as a sports fan because it just gets thrown a, a, around way, way too much. Way to like right. just another any comeback win, you're like, oh, resilient. Like, no, but come on, dude. A grand slam and then a triple play. And it, it, you, uh, it, come on, it's it, it, you go to extras. That yes. was that was incredible. That was a really, really good, um, you know, game to watch, uh, while packing. Uh, Kittrich, by the way, comes in. <laughs> this is right. This is the most raised thing ever. A guy that's coming from back from Tommy John, you put him on to get a save uh, after a chaotic uh, Friday night evening game, so that he can get a uh, you know the the one two three and, and get that save. Like that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. And by the way, Kittrich or Kitty, as Evan Klosky would call him, uh, looked pretty 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 good. Yeah, it's it's crazy that game on uh, Friday. I'm losing track of my days here, but. It's Otani that gets the grand slam. That's enough of a buzz kill. It happens against two Erasmo Ramirez. So it's mm-hmm. a, in a sense, a glorified bullpen day. You have all the news swirling around Wander and Shane McClanahan. And for them to just chip away, prod away to be able to get that win. And guys like Luke Rayleigh stepping up and Isak Predi stepping up and others stepping up as well. Josh Lowe stepping up was really a good thing to see. And and that's the thing about this team. Um, I know it, it sucks to be without your stars and the big names, but there is some, some nails and in, in grittiness uh, vibe to this team for, for whatever it's worth. Can it take them through the World Series? I don't know. But at the very least, can take them from down 5-1 and, and – uh, a devastating triple play and extra innings to, to get the win. So, yeah, no. And, and again, with, I, I, I do, this is a very um, messy. I think it's the word uh, time right now to be a race fan. You don't know what, yeah. what to believe. You don't know what to, to expect. Um, and for them to come out and, and they don't either, by the way, in that clubhouse, they don't know. They don't know. They, they know as much as we do, by the way, yeah. that thing is close lit. Nobody knows anything. Um, so to, for them to, with that uncertainty to come out and, and, and still put a good effort and, and kind of try to just focus on, on what they can control, which is what we all should try to do in our lives. Just try to, you know, pay attention to what we can control. Everything else out there is noise. They did that. And, and that's what happened on Friday. Now, the first game on, on Saturday, if we can move on a little bit, Tyler Glass, now just, just not his day. I know Neil Solans was saying, Hey, you know, he's getting bad, but guess what? When he's getting hit, he's getting hit hard. So yeah. that, that I, I don't think it was a hard luck loss for, for Tyler Glass. Now, I think he just got, yeah, there was some things there that might have been going the wrong way for him, but he did get hard. He did, he did get hit hard. And, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. And if you heard on television, certainly I wasn't at the game. I, 
I didn't have my uh, plane ticket ready to go to LA, but um, just the the loud contact, um, it was noticeable on the television broadcast from my vantage point anyway. And again, I'm going to bring this up. I don't know how much it's worth or how much to pinpoint on it, but uh, Renee Pinto wet behind the ears doesn't quite have that rapport and chemistry yet with Tyler Glass now and others. And it also can't look Tyler Glass now is a professional. He's about as close to a scion caliber guy, talent level, everything, all that he's got it in faith, but it does have to be a little bit demeaning when um, you have a, a wild pitch or a pass ball, or it's just, you don't have that, that comfort factor of, a Mike Zanino behind the plate, for instance. Yeah. And when I know some people might think like that, no, oh, it's a catcher's a catcher. Like Greg Maddox in the height of the 90s with the Braves, uh, Javi Lopez was the guy, right? Yeah. He didn't like throwing to Javi Lopez. He, he, he threw to Eddie um, Perez, Venezuelan bump. Uh, because he just liked him having uh, behind the dish. Like everybody just, some pitchers are more finicky than others. That's Garrett Cole, Kyle Higashioka. Although, yes, um, I don't know if anybody wanted to have Gary Sanchez behind the plate, but you're paying a guy $300 million and his name's Garrett Cole. You put who, if you want, uh, you know, uh, remember the Flintstones back behind home plate, you're going to put it back there to, to appease Garrett Cole. But yeah, your point is well taken with that. Exactly. So, you know, uh, you know, Francisco Mejia, it it might come back soon, uh, but I just the catching situation has been underwhelming this year. Um, I I know it kind of got uh, it got lost in the in May because of the bullpen struggles in May. And then it got lost in July because of the offensive struggles by everybody not named Yandy Diaz. Right. But I think if we look at the whole season, the catching situation has been the the one that's lacking the most. And maybe that's why they're in the trade deadline. The Rays said, you know what? Maybe we, we should get a triple-A catcher that might save our butts because maybe Blake Hunt is not fully cooked in the minors yet. Yeah. I'll be curious to see if Alex Jackson does get some action at the big league level before the season's over anyway. And, you know, the catching position's been kind of a touchy subject in the sense of, you know, they're – we – had been part of that talk about, hey, go out and get Sean Murphy and Mm -hmm. could have been. Why couldn't the Rays went out and kept Travis Darno at the time? Why can't Mike Zanino be his normal self again? And um, now you're down to basically a third, fourth string guy who's never played in the big leagues before. That's going to show itself, unfortunately. Uh, We have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you about Game Time. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through that crummy email of yours. So, 
Go ahead and snag those tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. Uh, touching a little bit further on the series that was, mm-hmm. uh, figure we should mention that, yeah, scoring 18 runs is very, very impressive. A lot of home runs to go around throughout the course of the series as well. But one thing that caught my eye, a couple things that caught my eye from this series was we had a little bit of coming out moments from Curtis Mead and Osleves Basabe. Luke Rayleigh doing some damage and big moments and playing center field with a plum um, yeah. defensively, I might add as well. So it's a case of, and Jonathan Aranda getting his first home run this season. So um, this is really kind of an opportunity and a chance to, to let the young guys, the young dogs eat and see what they can do in a sense. I guess this is a, a couple month tryout to see, who the Rays have confidence in and who are they willing to, um, you know, push forward and, and build around and, and model around for 2024, 2025, 2026 and beyond, because we've mentioned it with everything that is swirling around this organization. Um, this off season could just be a, a massacre, not necessarily in a bad way, just a lot of moving pieces, a lot of moving parts, trades here, trades there, just so much going on, if you will. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Basaba and Mead uh, definitely have have gotten hotter than than maybe what they started with. I, it's such a different scenario. That's why when you bring up rookies, you have to understand that first of all, it's going to be way more difficult for them just because they did something in AAA doesn't mean that they're going to just replicate it in MLB because then they would be the same leagues and and that's absurd. However, uh, it's going to take time to adjust, but they can also be a little bit freer, more comfortable if they know that they're not being dependent on last year, Josh Lowe was given the starting role saying, Hey, you're our guy. That can be difficult. Um, right. and, and Vidal Bruhan and, and Taylor wall saying, Hey, wonder Franco's out for, uh, 80 games. Taylor, can you come and, 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 and do shortstop for us for the whole season? And he's like, uh, what? Uh, so, it, it the the team circumstance also affects how the young rookie players perform. And we're seeing now this year, the Rays are in a comfortable situation. I know the the three games back irks a lot of us. I, I understand that, that right. doesn't mean anything yet. It's it's still early to win the division. Uh, but the, the team feels different. The team is a winning team. Last year, it felt more like treading water team. Like, can we not sink? Uh, can, can we kind of survive? They're not in survival mode at all. And I think that helps the rookies. And and you can see maybe a little bit more confidence in, in Mead and Basabe knowing that they're, they're down in the lineup. You know, six, seven, eight kind of guys. And, and, and I think that helps them a lot. Yeah, I agree. And like what we're seeing from all of those guys and, and maybe pretty much everybody we've mentioned and everybody that's getting action and playing time, that's who you build around. Um, and, and maybe you have to trade some of that uh, prospect capital for some experienced starting pitchers and relievers in the off season. That's going to be a question that begs itself going forward. I do want to mention this before we uh, 
brief on the uh, Rockies series coming up Tuesday through Thursday. Uh, we did put out a tweet, a couple of tweets, actually, that uh, gained some momentum and intrigue. Uh, just having a little fun here, just throwing it out there. If Wander doesn't play another game in a Rays uniform and the contract gets voided, could perhaps maybe throw it out there, dream if you want, uh, pipe dream, whatever you want to call it. The Rays give or offer Shohei Otani a, a three to five year deal with some opt outs. I don't know. Get creative uh, with the the money that you you guaranteed to wander hundred eighty to two hundred twenty million dollars. I know it's Kevin. highly unlikely, highly unrealistic, but I'm trying to have a little fun here. Kevin, For a guy how- who, at the end of the day, is going to get between a five hundred forty and six hundred million dollar contract over eight to nine years from the likes of uh, the Dodgers, the Mets, or the Padres. Kevin, how dare you try to have fun in social in social media I or know. anti-social? How dare you have try to have fun? You know, I saw that um, after it had been going for a while. I was like, <laughs> people are really on. You know, I don't I, – you said it in the beginning. It's fun to dream or something like that. Yeah. And then people are like, that's not going to happen. Like, do you not read the – fun to dream part of what it would mean to have the most talented player to have ever played baseball in your ball club like fun to dream did you not skip that but again anti-social media is anti we call it anti-social media for a reason kevin so did any of those uh responses or quote tweets get uh, get your attention oh i don't even know if i want to get into all those i don't have them up uh in front of me but i will say this is the If we were to go with the top flight number in the low flight years, three years for Mm -hmm. $223 million, do a Carlos Uh Correa action, you know, short term deal and then capitalize, you know, when I guess Otani would be 31, 32 around that time frame. Would that AAV not play out 223 between 200 to 223 over three years or that, that's that's 74 million dollars for those that don't uh have that quick yeah. math on you 74 million dollars a year i think look obviously the the long term is probably what he's going to to right. want to get eight nine years and then you don't have to worry about that because guess what baseball contracts are guaranteed but if somebody's offering you 74 mil a season and yeah. you feel pretty confident about who you are, and again, if they didn't feel confident about who they were, uh, then everybody would be signing a team-friendly deal. Yeah. Not all players do that. They they sometimes go, you know what? I'm going to the crap stable and I'm playing my my uh I'm playing my game and gambling on it because I know that I'm going to get so much more money. David Price did it, right. uh, among many others. So $74 million is a whole lot of money. I think it would make him scratch his head just for like 0.003 seconds. And then yeah. he would say, no, let's go for the years. I'm just saying that uh, the Rays need to do something, anything to build up some goodwill for a new stadium and having Shane McClanahan out of the fold and Wander Franco out of the fold. And uh, I got to build some buzz one way or the other, unless Stu Sternberg's intention is, to sell the franchise so he doesn't have to deal with any more headaches. I don't know, but I just thought I'd bring it up. Um, and I'm sure that'll be a, a question that we have fun with in the off season who lands Otani 
and for how much? Yeah, probably yeah. between five fifty to six hundred million dollars if he wants uh, the years tied to him there. Uh, a team that probably is not going to land Shohei Otani, but could you imagine the power and the home runs, the, the numbers Ooh, oh. that he would put up? The uh, the course field bump for Shohei Otani, you'd have. Know, probably 70 home runs uh, this time of year by now if he was playing in that uniform. Um, the Rockies aren't good. 48 in 76, and they're not particularly interesting, entertaining, or fun to watch. I uh, implore anybody, the average baseball fan, not somebody that is even, uh, I guess, a avid baseball fan, name three players on the Rockies. Name five players on the Rockies. It's... There, it, it's a lot of blah there on the roster, I would say. Not and, not much star power. Uh, they're 21st in OPS, 29th in Team ERA. They have a 5.51 ERA. Only the Royals and the Athletics uh, have an ERA above five. Those are the only teams in baseball with that number. Of course, we always know that the uh, Rockies are going to struggle on the pitching end of things. They are 12th in defensive runs saved. Um, the... Uh, matchups, the pitching matchup should line up like this. Uh, Ty Block going up against Zach Littell. Austin Gomber going up against Aaron Savali. And then Peter Lambert, last I checked, going up against TBD for the Rays. Yeah, TBD has made a lot of starts for the Rays this season. And yeah. he has been great. Or they have been great. Um, look, I... I hate saying the sweep word. I hate it because it's gotten us into trouble with easy series, easy seemingly series that we said, oh, I should sweep, and then they don't. So for the last two years, we've avoided that. But come on. I know. I mean, this is right there for the taking. This is right there for a team that just scored 18, 31 runs in three games. In two days, 31 runs, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, come on. Um, I, I don't want to say it, but come on, please, boys. Let's let's go get it. Let's do it. Um, if are you going to any of these games, by the way? You know what? I thought about it. I'd love to go to. Well, it'd be tough to make these games against the Rockies, and I don't know how much interest I would have in seeing the Rockies for one. But I am trying to pencil and circle the upcoming Yankee series uh, if I can make that happen. Um, Probably cheaper on- to go to the Rockies game. Yes, but I'm hoping there is a Lockdown Rays listener that wants to uh, give me a discounted ticket or invite me to a game. You're shameless. What? Yes, I am shameless. I'll I'll do what I, I I'd rather watch the Yankees than uh, Austin Gomber or Peter Lambert. I'm just saying there. Well, and here's the thing about the Rockies: yeah. they haven't made the playoffs since 2018, and it's not like they're in Orioles mode or insert another team that is like efforting and legitimately rebuilding and retooling. And you can see, okay, they're oh, look at the prospect rankings. They're making moves. Just wait another year or two. Like uh, Rockies are bottom third in prospect rankings. I mean, if you, if you want to give them a, a nice little bump, maybe middle of the pack, but it's not like, oh my gosh, they're top one, two, three, four in the rankings there. And um, you know, I don't think they're going to, to lure, many free agents just based on that organization just seems to be way behind the times and, and just doesn't do things in a, a normal by the playbook thing and not in a good way either. And um, 
clearly, obviously they need pitching help, but no free agent is going to want to go there. So you have to try to draft and develop those guys, which is a, a work in progress as well. And they've dealt with some injuries and per, poor performances cool. in that end. So just uh, a so what was the Chris, what, what, what was the Chris Bryan thing around? I, I, I just don't. Yeah, that was random. Why He's on the it, IL, by the way. Yeah, Why? he is fractured left index finger. Um, but I just how how long did he sign for? Was it a six year? I'm pretty uh, sure it was six one eighty. But you can check me on that six one eighty. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, he, just a quick quick. Uh, so he is from Nevada originally. How close is um? How close is Denver area to Las Vegas? I don't know. He did. He is, I mean, he is kind of a West Close-ish. Coast guy, so maybe that that adds up, and maybe it was a, a Scott Boris thing of whoever offers you top dollar, that's who you're going with, I guess. I, mean, um, I would have maybe understood it more if it was a you know, one-year prove-right deal where, hey, really inflate and boost up your numbers in that ballpark, I, in that environment, but, but it uh, he's it locked down for seven years. It doesn't make sense because he was a, he. I mean, he's not like a young. He's not. That was his. That was his time to make money. So, but that's also his time to like. He already won, so I guess maybe that's the thing. Like, once you win a ring, you're like, okay, well, now the last thing I need, I jumped a step. You know, first maybe it's like get the money and then get the ring. Well, once you get the ring, you're like, well, the last thing I need to do in this game is make my money, and so I'm gonna make my money. Um, I just you know what I, I think. I, I'd understand it. And by the way, the idea, yeah, yeah, 11 hours, 11 hours from Vegas to Denver by car. Oh, okay. So it's not, not really all that close. No, my guess would be he took the best deal and who knows, maybe it was by, I'd have to really look back at the archives. Maybe it was the best offer by 30, 40, 50 million. And maybe the idea is, uh, let's be honest. I'm not going to be in a Rockies uniform this entire time. They're going to cash out and try to trade me at some point to a winner. So maybe, maybe. that's the out that he has there, but it's going to be, if I had to guess, if he does stay in Colorado for the next six years, it's going to be a miserable existence. Yeah. You'll be rich. You'll be well taken care of, but it's not going to be fun losing no. year in and year out. I'm just saying, and it's not fun for the Rockies or Rockies fans with Chris Bryant right now, because one, he's hurt Two. He hasn't really done anything impressive in the least this no. year either. He's actually a, a negative 0.7 war player. So, um, yeah, I think his, his best days are behind him, and that's going to be an albatross by the time he's uh, 37, 38, 39 uh, years old with that contract. Seven, 717 OPS, eight home runs in two, almost 250 at-bats. What a decline by a guy that was you know had it all. But, again – you win. He's won. What else is there to do is get your money. So he, he did that. And and nothing. I mean, who wouldn't do that? Who yes. wouldn't just get their money once you've won? Come That's on. That's a good point. Be serious. All right. Ulysses bringing the fire from Japan. We love it. <laughs> uh, we'll hopefully have a couple more of these, uh, you know, typical episodes yeah. with uh, Ulysses and I. But uh, it's going to be a touch and go scenario and situation. So, yeah, for the rest of the week, what's the plan for Locked on Race listeners? What can they expect well, from us? There, we don't plan to have an episode on Tuesday, but Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, y'all will get me and uh, we'll also play snippets, portions of our uh, really 
fun, entertaining, and educational interview with Lindsey Crosby from Lockdown MLB Prospects. He gives mm. you some really great in-depth insight on guys who were just recently called up and guys who uh, you know are more in that double A, single A, triple A realm of things as well. So, uh, and he's going to be calling Montgomery Biscuits games. So he is very tuned in to what the Rays are doing and all across minor league baseball as well. That's right. And you guys are going to enjoy it because he always makes you uh, smarter than when you came in into a conversation. So awesome. Uh, I'll see you guys sometime whenever we match up, Kevin. And uh, matane, which means see you later. Sounds good.